0: I'm getting used to the music again. We're, we're getting back in the groove.
1: We are doing like that.
0: two two in a row, Penny. This is awesome.
2: I know, and God willing, a few more days. I,
0: I think I think we'll be good. We're gonna have a very don't let's not ruin the surprise. We're gonna have a very special oh. episode coming up. We'll we'll we we'll, uh, we'll that's right. We'll we'll promote that as we go along. But in the meantime, we are two cantors um that have tried to walk into a bar, but it's just not a good idea now. So we are going virtual. Uh, as we've been doing since this whole thing started. I am Cantor Matt Axrod of Scotch Plains, New Jersey, and I am here with the cantankerous, because you told me that I had to use that from last time, and I remembered, the cantankerous...
2: Cantor Penny Myers from Buffalo, New York.
0: Buffalo, New York.
2: Go Bills!
0: Buffalo's finest. It is great to be with you. We have a a uh, wonderful episode planned. We have a special guest star that will be joining us soon. Um, in the meantime, we are just off of our virtual this year, mid-winter conference. Um, we got together, yep. at least on Zoom, with all of our um, friends and colleagues and connected with them, and it was a, a wonderful, informative, uh, I enriching think there were,
2: time. I think there were more East Coast folks this year than ever
0: well uh, it, it's the same it's the same thing that we're seeing in all of our you know various communities congregations that as soon as we went virtual and provided that as an option we got way more participation because people you know it's it's easier it's more it, it's more convenient of course geographically i mean east coasters you don't have to hop a flight there's no expense you just log on and i don't know about you, know, you
2: matt but i've had to fly i've had to take three flights to get out to palm springs
0: That, well, from Buffalo, I mean, I mean, how fast can that squirrel run on the wheel? You
2: know, I just want to hop on the Buffalo Bills private airplane and, you know, fly with them.
0: I I think you could arrange that. So listen, we're two Kendras that have walked into a bar, but I feel like I'm I'm letting you down. I'm letting our audience down because this morning I am going purely morning beverage this morning.
2: I have nothing.
0: So this is, this is, this is. The, feels weird. This is awful. This is terrible. I, I know. I, I
2: gotta tell you, like, you need that coffee to kick in, cause you're a little flatlined right now. God forbid.
0: Oh, oh. All right. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> my vim and verb oh. is gone. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll rally. I promise. It's we're we're you know because we have to accommodate the schedule of our guest star. Um, you know, we're a little off of our our timing this morning. Usually we do this, you know, during happy hour or cocktail hour, which is,
2: All the time. Uh,
0: any hour except yep. for eleven fifty three to twelve o two. That's um,
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's really you know I gotta say it's really fun to bring in our guest our guest for today. Matt and I just did a presentation at yes at our our camp conference, otherwise known as Canter Camp in my house. And we spoke about this very podcast.
0: That's right. That's right. We were asked. We, we have become such go-to experts
2: right. around the
0: entire country for, <laughs> for cantors who do a podcast that they sought us out. Well, I, gotta, I don't know whether to be scared or or what.
2: I, you know, you know, it's not even just the country, Matt. You have to give the
0: world. We, we, we have, are the world's leading experts in <laughs> podcasting. It's not just the country, it's, it's Canada not, too. It
2: is, it's Canada and we have <laughs> folks from Israel.
0: Right. Okay, now you got serious. Wow, I'm just like, we are the (laughs) international, ladies and gentlemen, we're the international podcasting (laughs)
2: experts. (laughs) Wait, maybe there is an international podcasting like community. Right.
0: So one of the things we're going to be talking about today is, and and this kind of harkens back to a previous episode we, we did, who knows when, about the changing role of being a cantor where, you know, where it was, where we're going, how things have changed. How things are going to evolve, likely in the future,
1: mm.
0: and and we're seeing, you know, a certain trend. I think in in congregational life, and, and it has to do with um, economics. It has to do with if congregations, um, you know, what what and who they are able to support, um, and it has to do with what the public wants. You know, what what the Jews want. All right, and we are now ready to welcome our very special guest. I'm going to let her in um to our special podcast and then we will go from there. Give, give us a thumbs Yay. up if we're online. Awesome. We are okay.
1: online. We would
0: like to, to officially welcome our friend, colleague, Rabbi Cantor, Mensch Extraordinaire, oh, Rabbi name. Cantor Hilary Chorney. Um, it's wonderful to see you. We've seen a lot of you over the past week because um, it, for people who are listening, you know that Penny and I have been speaking about our annual Midwinter Conference and that it had to be virtual this year. And um, our friend Hillary Chorney is one of the main organizers, the compelling force behind, the driving force behind the Midwinter Conference all week. And she was faced with unbelievable challenges because it was not in person, it had to be, we had to create a meaningful experience um, for virtual and it was just uh, a (laughs) wonderful experience all around. So welcome. Glad you are with us. So I'm going to do a a very tiny short introduction and then I'm going to let you introduce yourself maybe a little bit more. But Rabbi Cantor Hilary Chorney is the Cantor of Temple Beth Um in Los Angeles um please note that she has done us a great service this morning by getting up really early because she is on pacific time and it is still morning out here on the east coast thank you hillary so hillary hillary Hillary, unmute yourself what's the matter with you you can't mute yourself when you're our guest (laughs) look you you made penny to a spit worst guest ever she just muted herself and waved to us the whole time
1: I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old in the background that's somewhere okay. in this house. So i have just Sli- slice of sparing life. you background it's noise. All
2: good because this is, you know, what we do. It's, you know, I, and a moment. it's better
1: than a bar, honestly. I think it, it's, uh, yeah. okay. yeah. Nothing yeah. is better than a
0: bar. Nothing is better <laughs> than a bar. Hillary, um, Penny and I are talking this podcast about we're going into like the changing role of Cantors. We've spoken about this, Penny and I have spoken about this in previous episodes, the, the changing, evolving role of Cantor, what congregations want, what temples are able to maintain, the our changing set of responsibilities. And we wanted to talk to you because you are one of the growing number of our colleagues who are rabbi and Cantor. Um, and we're just wondering, we'd like you to talk a little bit about your journey and how this happened where you were cantor first and then you got Semicha rabbi versus how, how did how did you come about your your two titles
1: you're a hybrid right yeah. i'm a hybrid yeah I, I am one of the very few if not the only i think i'm the only jts graduate dual great jts graduate who dually got mm. uh cantorial and rabbinical Um, investiture and ordination, right? So I received my cantorial investiture and my rabbinic ordination at the same time from JTS. And as far as I know, I'm the only person who ever did that at the same time. So there are plenty of JTS cantors who are also JTS rabbis, right? Both their investiture and ordination come from JTS, but I don't think anyone who received it at the same time I don't recommend it <laughs> uh, right it, I, I mean no, I'm so glad I did what I did did you have, to create,
0: did you have to create you have to create your own pro- yes. did you have to create your own program and course of study did they work with you did they did they discourage you to do it
1: well that that was challenging so I started in cantorial school when I um I was a I was a public high school kid. I was a Hebrew school kid, grew up a student of Eliza Pomerantz Borough out on the West Coast. I grew up a West Coast conservative Jew. When I made my way out East, I started studying politics, but I was teaching in Hebrew school like any broke college student who was a student of Eliza Pomerantz Borough and knew how to be a good B'nai Mitzvah tutor and make good money uh, and found I was really loving that more than, uh, more than the stuff that I was doing in the classroom. And that's the really short version of the story is that I, I decided I wanted that to be vocation as opposed to avocation and so I still love politics on the side um, not as much this week as most weeks but I, I had uh, <laughs> a good week for that <laughs> wow. right uh, nice. but I, I um, generally speaking I wanted to make um, doing doing Jewish my my job so um, I so I wanted to go to Cantorial school and, and I eventually did that in music was my minor jazz was my minor And I, uh, at the time Henry Rosenblum was the dean, I pursued Cantorial School. I went to, at the time, the first year of Cantorial School in Israel. And by the time I came back to JTS, what I wanted to do was to choose Rabbinics as my master's degree. But at the time also, there was kind of a dissolution. I don't remember exactly what happened, but there was sort of a dissolution of, academic degrees at JTS like I couldn't really do what I wanted to do in terms of academic degrees but I wanted to still study rabbinics like that that's what I wanted to do was I wanted more time in the beit midrash having left Israel I still wanted to be a cantor I still wanted to practice as a cantor but I just wanted more time doing rabbinics both historically in the beit midrash like pra- I-, I wanted practically still to be a cantor but i wanted more time studying what the rabbi study, being in classrooms with the rabbinical uh professors and teachers and um it was difficult to convince the i had a hard time convincing the folks in the rabbinical school mm-hmm. um that that was valuable worthy and i think it was partially the very same politics that you can imagine about the cantor which is that Still, it's really challenging um, to not undervalue the cantrip by sticking the title rabbi in front of it, right, without just saying, I just want a rabbinic education. Uh, But what I eventually think convinced and, and I give a great deal of credit to Rabbi Danny Nevins, who still yields beautifully um, to Nancy Abramson, to Cantor Nancy Abramson, um, my amazing teacher for the second half of my uh, cantorial education. Um, I think he really understood that in the end, right? That cantorial education, and rabbinic education are so differentiated. And I think he really understood, I I hope that, that that's ultimately what happened, that he really understood that that was my plea, that I wanted to have a complete rabbinic education also. And so that permits me ultimately to practice in such a differentiated way out there in the field that I have that whole rabbinic education also behind me. But ultimately I did want to be trained to do everything that a cancer was trained to do.
0: So do you think that there's a, like an increasing blurring of the lines now? Cause you, cause you were very specific about differentiated, you know, that it's, it's, it's very specific, but do you think that there's a a risk of a blurring of the lines between what a rabbi does and what a cantor does and and as you know there already is i mean even under the old system we we still you know cantors are are dual clergy with the rabbis whether that's recognized or not um or if people understand that but do you think that especially because hillary you are listed as the cantor of your shul but with your title rabbi hillary chorney so, do yeah. you think that adds to any ambiguity or or blurring of any lines or anything for people?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that the I, I think that you'd that's like a great question for people who are deans of the clergy education system. Yeah, you know because I I think that the blurring happens with congregants and congregationally and the way that that things get set up within every different congregation in my congregation the way that things are set up that we have a senior rabbi Mm -hmm. and we have an assistant rabbi position and since i've been there for seven years there have actually been three people in that seat we had rabbi Ari lucas in that seat for a while we had an interim rabbi um rabbi matt shapiro who now is actually a direct our director of youth learning and engagement. So he's still on our staff. And now we have Rabbi Rebecca Schatz, who is a graduate of Indiana University's uh, music program huh? and is an incredible, um, basically music director and conductor within Hazemir. She's an amazing alum and is an, she's a great conductor. So there's a and... lot of crossover in so,
0: portfolios correct. anyway.
1: Correct, but... exactly. She's an extraordinary music- musician in her own right. Um, there's a lot of crossover. That said, there there was no consideration in any contractual anything as as I uh, as I've I've talked with my leadership about changing titles, changing organizational structure, anything along those lines. Uh, about moving who I am in the system. Right, the the congregation still wants a cantor to be a cantor in their congregation, the congregation understands what it means for somebody to, to hold that role. Um, there are very few things that I do that only a rabbi would do. Like what? Uh, teaching conversion candidates. I get asked this question all the time and it's very hard for me to come up with an answer. I teach conversion candidates and I, and I see them through and actually conduct the conversions. Uh, and I think there are very few cantors. I don't know any cantors out there who oversee to the degree and then sit on the vate dean, um, and uh, you know, and and go um, go through, and then I oversee at the mikvahs. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I sit as as one of the primary chairs of the ritual committee at uh, my synagogue, and then oversee the budget for it. I think there are very uh, there are very, very few aspects of the congregation that, that are so primarily rabbinic that I do. And therefore I wield that in such a way where I say, see, look at all the things cantors do and can do. So it's actually a very powerful thing to say, this is what a cantor can be and can do. I happen to have a rabbinic uh, toolbox and, and education as well.
2: So the, I found
1: that oh, really- I, I, go, go ahead, Penny.
2: Yeah, no, I, I find that really compelling just because when you said how many cantors out there and you know, I've had my own conversion students and have seen them through on the Batebin and, and through mikvah. And I think that um, I was also the only clergy um, who was overseeing our ritual committee in my shul. And so I find there's a lot of parallels here, except I don't know yeah. smicha, but um you're right. It is it becomes a teachable moment that you know what we do on the BEMA with our voices is such a very small part of our portfolios of what we can do. Yes. And just even during this past week, Matt and I were um lamenting, no, we were just talking about being at midwinter and, and is that a
0: synonym for drinking?
2: Yes. <laughs> and speaking about um our podcasting presentation <laughs> with your Bert. And I said to I said to Matt earlier before you joined us, I said. You know, I wonder, you know, how do you know which title to use first and hearing him call you Rabbi Cantor, Rabbi Cantor, and it was, you know, like Reverend Doctor or whatnot. And, and I'm curious to know, I mean, is it, is it more hierarchical that the rabbi title goes first. Exactly
0: and- what I was going to ask. Like what yeah. there's there's a lot I mean
2: Yeah. So I mean we, we
0: shouldn't be but we're obsessed with labels and titles. We are. And because it de- because it defines us to the lady in a very quick way. Yes. So I noticed, you know, Hillary that you're Rabbi Hillary Chorney and then listed as Cantor. But, yeah. You know.
1: So that that choice is a really it's both a fraught choice but such a purposeful choice for me because for me, it's the position of cantor that I want to lift up in the congregation, so the smicha, so to speak, which isn't even technically real smicha. That's its own fraught story because JDS right. and smicha and that whole thing, right? Do you think cantors have an issue around investiture? Ask rabbis and the idea of smicha, oh. um, and uh, it's a, a whole thing, uh, like right, you know, cantors and being ordained versus invested. Um, so, I. Uh, uh for me it's it's that rabbi is is a it's a title that i earned but cantor is a position in the organization that i that i i i hold like my senior rabbi holds the position in the organization he is the senior rabbi of the organization and i hold the cantor role in my organization and i am so proud to hold that role and it is it's a it's um, a terminal role in my field. The fact that I hold that seven years out of of school is crazy in, the, in an organization like I do. And I hold that with pride. And so for me uh, saying Rabbi Hilary Cantor, comma, Rabbi Hilary comma Cantor is, it makes sense, it also is, it's just crazy making for our communications team, to be honest, like in terms of practicality, you know, the the rabbi, because we have so many rabbis on our team, it makes a lot of sense for them to say the rabbis, or like, It's yeah. like title soup, you know, just, there's just Correct. a lot out there, right?
2: Alphabet soup. D- what's your, what's your, um? I mean, I, I, as I said, I know that we, when we um presented this past week, earlier this week with your amazing congregant, Bert, um, do, do all of your congregants call you Rabbi Cantor? Or do some people just stick with the rabbi title? Some people just stick with the cantor? And, and
0: this is this is when I have to ask, yeah. are you rabbi or ranter, you know?
2: Oh, no, no, it's Hazarai.
0: Oh, right, that, that's another <laughs> <one>. <laughs> then, uh,
1: My my The oldest child of my senior rabbi has been wanting to make razan work since the beginning, which is adorable. Um, You're I, a California razan. I'm a oh my Ross.
0: God! No. Uh, oh, yeah. cute. Thank you, thank you. I'll I'll, I'll be here. Oh, well, that's a
1: nice reference. <laughs> I um, that's funny. I <laughs> that is <laughs> funny. Yeah, I'm stuck funny. On <laughs> not derailed
0: <laughs> at the station. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't stop it. This, this, this is what I do here. This is our podcast. This is it. <laughs> I Welcome should be drinking. Why am I not drinking? <laughs> well, at I will this drink hour? for time. Time. Thank you. No, I'll have more coffee. I uh. My congregants often call me, as so many people often call you. My congregants call me Cantor, and the reason they say Cantor, you know, or the Cantor, is because we have, I at last count, like sixty three rabbis as members of our congregation. No exaggeration. Yeah. It just is the makeup of our congregation out here. Does it stress uh,
2: you out amazing. having so many.
1: Yes. yes. So
0: do you think that this is now a growing trend or or you know that it will be necessitated that for economic and employment reasons that so many of our colleagues or incoming colleagues will want to pursue a dual title you know with one of the many schools and academies that they're available to do that that you know that the, again there'll be sort of a, a contraction of of the field where people are just dual rabbis and cantors, and they just get jobs in synagogues, functioning as as you know in, in whatever role. And 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 then as a result, do you think that there's a lessening of our a dilution of our of the distinction of our field?
2: Okay, hey, Matt, it's early for her in the morning in California. That's um, a long windy question.
0: I know. I'm sorry. That's Aunt a it's Jen's a daughter.
1: great it's a great question. I, she I said it was a good
0: question, Penny. She
1: did. Say- it was a good question. All no, right, fine. I'm, you win. You out of it's the Zoom question. room,
0: and and, and <laughs> I, didn't
1: say I had a good answer. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. Um, you, you guys edit, right? Uh, okay, so we'll find <laughs> Maybe. out
2: where.
0: Maybe we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I find a now. buzzer. I want Matt <laughs> to have a buzzer for your <laughs> swearing. Um, <laughs> I uh, want. Uh, yeah, uh, I wanted to, like a bullfrog or something. Um, I well, here's what I think. I'm not. I'm not an economist but I do listen to economic podcasts. And I think that I I think I understand that generally speaking, there's a bubble that will burst someday that collecting extra uh, degrees, titles, uh, accolades, that that there's a demand in a lot of fields that are either sea level fields or um, just professional fields in general, that there is still kind of a resume demand of a climb and a climb and a climb in lo- not just our field, in nonprofits in general, education especially. Uh, there's just a demand to collect degrees and 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 titles in order to outshine the next person and then the next person and the next person. I don't think it's necessarily going to be rabbinics, but I think that it is going to be something. So I think that there's going to be, I think the cantor and the cantor hyphen, I don't think that's going away. Mm-hmm. Again, we've I think- have been talking about
0: that for a long time, cantor exactly. educator, canter ritual director.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: all, all cantor custodian.
1: Right. And <laughs> the reason that I say it that way, and again, I think that the prognosticators of this, the better prognosticators by far are both economists and also the deans of the schools, not me. But the reason why I think I can speak to this with like, some some degree of validity is I don't think, in fact, I know for certain, not every cantor is is either interested or cut out to do rabbinical pursuits. And I think it would be silly to think that the demand is the conflation of those two fields, um, right? And, and I think congregations and congregants also understand that.
0: Do you think that there's pushback from um, different factions of, of both professions that the rabbis feel threatened, um, or, you know, or they, you know, maybe at, at a less enlightened shul, you would be brought on as cantor, but you have a rabbinic title, and maybe the senior rabbi would feel very, very threatened with that, and then similarly, do you think you would mention, like, the old gener- the older generation of cantors, do you think that they look at this as, like, you know, you're taking away something very special, what we have, and it's just, you know, there, there's a weakening of, of either title.
1: I think that um, well, I have two answers to that question. Um, neither which actually answers your question. One is when I was going through my search um, so seven years ago. Your
0: training is complete because yeah, you answered that perfectly. Basically, <laughs> right. at my
1: level right now.
2: Great. Right. She yes. said nothing's going to answer. That's pretty. Much
1: Nothing is. Nothing's going to answer. I don't. I don't know who's going to be mad about. You know, I. I don't know who. I don't know who this either frustrates or angers on individual levels you know i don't i don't know what kind of politics this creates because i think it's different for every mm-hmm. um for for every congregation sure. every person i think some Absolutely people are ready sure. for this and some are not uh but like two two stories or at least one because i think i forgot one of them now that i laughed um, but one of the one story is that uh that happens a lot uh yes. but seven yeah, years it, ago it, it, when it i was going happens through a lot. the yeah. search <laughs> yeah uh seven years ago when i was going through the search or eight years ago when i was a uh, student um I remember that I was going to um, I was going to a congregation in like kind of a suburban area for a rabbinic search. I was going to both CA and RA congregations at the same time. The CA search had started earlier, but I was going for an assistant rabbi position at a congregation where there was a CA cantor also there, and I remember. I think rather smartly going into Nancy Abramson's office and I said, does the cantor know that they're bringing me in for the assistant rabbi position and that I'm a a
0: It's a messy situation.
1: Right, and she said, I don't know, let's call them. And she called them and they really didn't know, right? I mean, they knew, but they didn't know. And so she called and tried to mediate and and prime and, and, and everything. And I, and I realized then just how messy it was going to be for me. If I was going to enter an environment where there were multiple clergy in the shul and I would have to develop my relationships one by one with each clergy person. And I, th- I guess that's my answer. I think that was the other thing I was going to say is it really is, um, it really is about every relationship that you develop with an individual person and whether or not they are prepared to be threatened or not. So
0: Hillary, like what, what's next? I mean, you're very happy in your shoal, and, and, you know, God willing, you'll be there forever, but do you have like something perfect in mind? Like that you're just, would you ever want to be the Colbo, you know, the, the sole clergy, ministering, serving a, a community of a certain size by yourself. And you get to just, wear both hats seamlessly. yeah.
1: Right.
2: Where do you I see
1: yourself in five me. years? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get to stay exactly where I am. And the reason why I do and why I love what I do uh, is like threefold. One is I love my relationship with my senior rabbi. And when the CA opens up its new website, and I hope people listening to this do check it out, when it, when it, it was Canters.org, Canters. yeah. when it, when it unveils, um, is uh, he's one of the first three uh, testimonials. He actually asked if he could be That's one right. of the testimonials yes. on the website. Yes. Um, he, the relationship that he and I have developed over the past seven years has been unbelievable. It's a gift. Uh, it yeah. is a total, total gift um and it's not because we're both rabbis it is a wonderful relationship the second reason i hope that i get to stay though is because as much as i love it and it may run out at some point not being the ultimate decision maker not being the Mara da atra is where i am right now i love that i have a, a great deal of autonomy and decision making power mm-hmm. I, I get to make a lot of decisions where i am but i don't have to make the ultimate decisions on a lot I mean, my—I have a multi-million-dollar institution at my fingertips.
0: Oh, I think you're gonna say contract. I
1: Me mean, too. You know, <laughs> I was like sitting, like
0: it's like
1: that would have been such a drop at the end of this podcast. A... Uh, and
0: and I, I just signed a seventy-two million-dollar <laughs> five-year deal. <you> know? That's <laughs>
1: right. I have to go catch my jet. I'm um, sure. <laughs> no, um, I. I and uh, I don't, I don't want to be the ultimate decisor. Not right now. There may yeah. come a time, but I, I'm really, really, really happy to be exactly where I am on that. And the third is, I'm exhausted as is. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thrilled to you be. Mentioned in a place your two little kids
0: down. before. I mean, you're pulled in a million directions. You're, right. you're in nature's perfect position for yourself right now, and you've struck right. the perfect work-life balance. Or you know, is, is, you know, I'm sure it's ever evolving. But you're, yeah. you know, you, you have a very good situation, and and you're doing just what you want to be doing and what you should be doing and what matches well with your personality.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And thank God for the team that I'm doing it with because they've got my back. Nice.
0: Nice. Well, Hillary, we want to thank you for taking time out of your morning, especially with your kids, you know, going around and, and they're wondering why the door's closed and the on-air light is on and they you know, don't bother <laughs> me. Um, but um, we want to thank you for giving us your time and being a, one of our, our few guest stars that we've had so far on our podcast. So thank you again for joining us. Um, we want to wish you a Shabbat Shalom, a, a restful, peaceful Shabbat, uh, you know, full of, um, my, my yeah. new catchphrases are Wholeness and self care. I think we Penny and I spoke about New Year's resolutions recently, and and those were yeah, on the top is... of our list. And and more wine.
2: Of course, so.
0: more wine. Of course. So thank you, thank for you for joining me. us this morning, Hillary. And we will hopefully see each other in person.
1: On um, as soon as we possibly next year can. in Palm Springs at the very latest.
0: Absolutely. As well. So that was a uh, uh, that awesome. was just enlightening. Um, and it, I was just left with this positive feeling that she's, that she's, she is, she's threading this needle so expertly. She, it's like, I, I mean,
2: it's she, crazy. Two schmoes like us. I can't believe uh, Like, you uh, know, you, you know, we're I'm, in the I'm, same company of her. I mean,
0: I'm depressed now. I mean, she, she's rabbi Cantor. She's, she's doing all these work and, and we're just, we're just holding on with Cantor and doing the best we can. It, it's, it's something that it, it, it's just wonderful and, and very encouraging to see. Yeah. All right. So Penny, that brings us to the end of yet another podcast episode. Um, we are 2021 is off to a wonderful start. Yes. And yeah, well, except for, you know, the other thing, but, but religiously, 2021 is off to a wonderful start. Um, so <laughs> we would like to thank everyone for, for joining us and for being with us and, as we always say that we hopefully in not too long in the future, we will be able to meet in person, to walk into an actual bar, I don't
2: have to, to make enjoy
0: kind of... one or two or maybe more old fashions and, and get back to our roots, which are also <laughs> important. In the meantime, and I'm I'm really ashamed to be holding up this morning beverage cup, but I, I promise, but, but anyway, the, the next time we get together, as we always say, the drinks, the drinks are, on are on
2: us. us.